Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. Got a great story. A great story. Great person. Julia Taylor, I'll I'll introduce her here, but she's the founder of Geek Pack. And you want to talk about an everyday a Saturday journey. Um, Well, I'll let Julia tell you what Geek Pack is all about, but I know this much. She lives the everyday Saturday lifestyle, travels and family and business, all of that stuff. We really want to find out how Julia makes it all work. Julia Taylor, welcome so much to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. Great to have you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited. Yeah, we're going to dive into some good stuff, some really good stuff. So uh, before we go any further, tell us what Geek Pack is. What's going on with that? Yeah, sure. So um, Geek Pack is a, um, a community of um, primarily women learning tech skills. Um, and hit, I mean, the name Geek, we're a, a, a very large community of geeky women who are um, all about um, just supporting each other and encouraging each other. So it's a it's a very supportive um, online community where there's no such thing as a stupid question when it comes to tech. Now, the thing that's got me so fascinated about, I've got so many questions. Like, if I forget to ask any of these, I want to know when you started it, why you started it, how you started it. But Geek Pack would scare me a little bit because, you know, I'm not a geek. I, I hire all of that stuff out. Um, what would you say? So I show up on your calendar. All right. I know it's mainly for female, but let's just say I slipped in, you know, the side door and I got in there on a calendar and I got a call and I wanted to have a conversation with you. And I say, Julia, no way. I have no WordPress talent, no skill. Don't know anything about it. Stay away from the Cody, but I want to earn income. I think obviously this is a growing market because there's so much tech, the demand for it's so high. What would you say to someone like me that says you could never teach me tech? There, I'm, I'm, no way. I love uh, people like you because we that that's that's our typical audience um, yeah. is folks who who say oh you know I I was not good at math or someone told me I wasn't good at tech and um, you know all I can do is turn on Netflix and so we we hear that a lot and that's why um, so if you were to say that to me I would say I'm going to share my screen I'm going to show you a free tool um, where we can go behind the scenes of any website on the internet and I'm going to show you how to make tweaks to it to um, show you how you can have a very quick win with code if you've never done anything with it before and make a change to it, see it right there, make the change and have this aha moment of, oh, it's not as scary and as hard as I expected. And th- that's what we do all the time as we start at the very, very beginning, how I started, I'm, I'm self-taught. And um, so people can go, oh, that's not as hard as I thought. What else can I do? Because for us, it's all about building confidence and, and to break down those barriers where people say, I'm not good at tech because I'm a big believer that anyone can learn how to code. Anyone can learn these things. If you have the right instruction, if you're patient, um, if you're okay with a little bit of troubleshooting and problem solving, then I can teach you. 
I love that. I mean, one of my favorite sayings is everything is figure outable. Yes. You know, everything is figure outable. Somebody had to learn at some point. Yep. I don't think I don't think any of us are born with you're a coder, okay? Nope. Uh, you're a speaker, you're a podcaster. All of this stuff we kind of had to figure out. We have people come in our community because we teach people how to launch their million dollar message and launch a podcast and all like tech, tech. Oh my god. Like, hang in there. It'll be okay. Yep. No, <laughs> nothing will break. You won't yep. break the internet. Don't worry about it. Yep. Um, so how did you get started? That's fascinating that you are, you're coaching right now, I'm guessing the former version of yourself. Okay. The, 100%. the older version. So who was Julia Taylor before you started Geek Pack? What were you doing before you started Geek Pack? Yeah, sure. So it really goes back to, um, 2008. So I used to work for the U S intelligence community. And in 2008, I was deployed to Afghanistan. It was my first deployment. And while I was there, I met my now husband. Uh, so he was in the military. He's retired. But the thing to know about him is he's British. So we did long distance for years. I left my job with the government, moved to the UK, got married, and became a military wife. And that's what really kind of started me down my path of um, trying to find a job I can do anywhere, location independence. It's very common now, remote work after covid but it wasn't then. And it took years, but I, I bounced from kind of a plain old nine to five jobs as we moved because, you know, being in the military, we moved a lot. Yep. And in one of my jobs, um, my boss told me to make some change to our website and I didn't know how to do it. So I Googled it. I found a line of code. I put it in. It worked. And it was this, this aha moment for me of, wow, I just Googled something. I found the answer and I, and it was code and I'd never done anything with it before. I have a degree in Russian, so I, you know, I don't use any of my official degrees in, in what I what I do now. And it and it was it was a if I just figured that out, what else can I learn? And it took me down this route of teaching myself with Google and YouTube how to how to code, how to build websites, how to figure out WordPress, how to figure out all these things. And I did it by myself in a vacuum with no community. And I would go to communities and I would ask questions and I would get made fun of. And I would get told, if you don't know the answer to that, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. And it was really discouraging. Oh, it wow. took me a long time to finally um, be successful and, and find clients and start my own business. And it was like a three-year journey. And fast forward to 2018, my husband retires from the military and we decide to travel full-time. So we sell everything, we move into an RV, and we travel around the U.S. again, pre-COVID. And while I'm traveling, I'm documenting it on social media. And people on Instagram and Facebook are saying, how are you able to travel full time? And I explain my story and they say, I want to be able to do what you do, teach yes. us. Yes. And, and that's how Geek Pack started. And from the very beginning, when I started teaching um, people how to code, build websites, start a business, I decided that a community aspect would be a part of it because I didn't have that. So yeah. for, literally for the last five, six years, everything I've done is speaking to the, my past self. Yeah, boy, that's so awesome. You know, I, I think there's something huge in that, that you just said, um, people are always like, well, I don't have any followers on the internet. I don't have an email list and things like that. But would you agree with this statement that if you start showing the person, if you just start posting about your lifestyle, aren't people just going to be naturally inquisitive as to how you're able to do the thing, regardless of what it is that you do, they're going to naturally ask you questions about how you're able to do it, you know? Oh yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And yep. the, the more organic and can be, the better, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's funny. I hear your husband uh, is British and I'm so shallow. You know, this is the first thing that comes to my mind is I have a Brit box subscription on Amazon and I, I binge on British crime dramas and I didn't even know they existed. This has zero to do with our podcast topic, but I just, <laughs> because I have like, I'm not going to challenge anybody intellectually. I just figured I'd throw this out there. I love British crime dramas now, like almost to the point where I'm speaking British half the time here in an accent because I yeah. watch them so much. I never even knew they existed. Yeah. So there you go. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Um, but anyway, back to why people would actually want to listen to this podcast. So when you first started in in this journey and you were going to build out Geek Pack, did you have this big fancy funnel? Did you start buying traffic or how did you like, what was it a sales page? Kind of walk us through, like, how'd you get your first clients? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. So I, I, I did a lot on, I used organic social media as much as possible. Um, because at the time I, I had my kind of web design agency, but I was winding that down as I was trying to kind of start the course creation, um, yep. side of the business. And, um, I did a lot on Instagram and Facebook. So social media, just using it organically as best as possible. And then how big of a following did you have on those platforms? Uh, let's see on Facebook's never been massive. That that's where most of my audience is. Um, and I, I, I did more there. Um, I don't, I, I have a, right now I have to admit I have a social media manager now, so I, yeah. I don't really do much of anything because <laughs> I love <laughs> my privacy. So yeah. I try very hard to, um, for it to be the brand. Um, versus me, but at the time it was me. Um, Instagram, I I want to say maybe a, a few thousand followers on Instagram, nothing wow. major. But I knew um, from um, I have a, a marketing coach that I've had for years. I knew the importance of an email list, so I had a I had a freebie opt in, um, and it was a, a free like coding challenge, a few days, kind of you know learn how to code the basics. And I was driving as much free traffic to this opt in to build my email list. And I started my very first uh, launch was a um, a typical kind of pressure launch where I I was I was saying something's coming and um, I did have a, a I had a sales page um, an order form and a thank you page and I think that was it um, and and I didn't even have the course created yet the thing that I was selling but I I sold it in the in the sense of I'm going to create it and you will have input as like beta users and that was the start of it. Yeah, that's wild. You know, I, I have a teacher friend of mine. I just came to came to my mind. I asked, you know, how do you memorize all these things you're going to teach the kids? He said, I don't. I just stay one module ahead of them. Yep. So, and I think, and when you're talking about creative courses, would you agree that sometimes it's better to see, A, if there's an interest, B, don't create anything until you see the demand for it, and then kind of stay one trick ahead of the dog. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's exactly how... Um, our, our main course, WP Rockstar, uh, started was exactly like that. I hadn't created anything. I wanted to prove the concept and I wanted to make sure people would actually pay for what I was going to deliver. And since then, that was October of 2018. Since then, um, we've just added more to it based on what our students have asked for. And, and we just make it better and, and add more. And, and it's now a, a much, much bigger kind of full curriculum course than it was back then. Amazing. Amazing. I want to talk about the mindset of it as well. What was your mindset when you were going into the entrepreneurial space? Did you worry what other people thought about you about launching into this? If you could, Because that's a big thing, big bugaboo in sometimes entrepreneurs that holds them back that I find. They're like, well, just I'm worried about the backlash or my inner circle, friends and family. It always comes up. Friends and family. You know, they're oh, going to yeah. judge me. They're going to talk about me. Did you experience any of that? A hundred percent. And being quite honest, I'm not sure it ever really goes away. 
Um, and and even at the the size of the business that that we are now and the the following that we have and the amount of students and revenue and team members, like all those things that you you think, oh, that's going to make me feel legit. I, I still have that that bit of imposter syndrome and and mm. friends and family who don't really know what I do. Um, you know, something online and, and makes money and they hope it's not a scam. You know, I, I know that those are things that people might wonder. Um, but what I, is it all right if I share like how I get over that? <laughs> oh my God. That's why. I, yes, yes, okay, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I, and it took me years to kind of um, figure this out. Um, I, once I was able to identify what my, my personal kind of professional why was, um, in Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, I, I read yep. that after I'd already figured this out. So wonderful book. Once I identified what that was and got really, really clear on it, and my vision, which I, I consider my why for Geek Pack, um, is to reach and empower over 100,000 women to learn tech skills so they can competently um, have those skills to make their life better and, and reach their dreams. So as soon as I was able to identify what that was, nothing else really matters. Like if someone thinks I'm being silly or if someone is making fun of me or if someone thinks I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing or think, thinks I should go and get a real job, I don't really care because I care about the the women that I haven't yet reached and the women that I already have reached and improving what we've already done for them. So I have a very clear vision and every decision that I make in the business has to go through that you know, that vision is it getting us closer to that. Every single one of my team members was a student of mine first. They believe mm. in what we're doing and they want to be a part of it. So it's bigger than just me. And that helps me get over my own imposter syndrome and my own kind of feelings of insecurity. Um, and the stories that I tell myself that I, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. And what if someone's making fun of me and the people I went to high school with, like all those things don't yeah. matter because I have a bigger thing that I'm going for. And that that has helped me a lot, especially as an introvert who doesn't really like being on camera. <laughs> That's helped yeah. a lot, so. Yeah, well, you're doing amazing on this interview. So for somebody that doesn't like being on camera, you're doing an amazing job so far. So authentic, I mean, it's coming through. I know people watching the YouTube podcast um, are seeing that as well, because when authenticity shows up online, you just, you can't fake it, you know? You just can't fake it. You're either that person or you're not that person. Another danger of being online going back to the worrying about what people think about you is you want to use a filter or you're not doing as well as somebody else. So maybe you make up a screenshot or a revenue number and things like that. When you first got started, um, were, how many hours a week were you putting into building out Geek Pack at the time when you first got started? Oh, um, I, I worked nonstop because I was still doing the web design agency and, and Geek Pack because it, it wasn't making enough to replace that income. Um, yeah. I, I felt like I had two full-time jobs and it was also at the time that we were traveling full-time. So constantly like chasing an internet connection. Um, it, it was a hard season to, to try and do it all. And it was, it was probably, um, yeah, easily the hardest until I started, um, hiring folks to help. I was, I was doing the customer support. I was in the community. I was building the course. I was answering the questions and, but I also believe strongly that the, the time that I put in meant that I built this foundation of the community and I still yep. have members of the community who joined back in October of 2018 and they still talk about um, my, how I was so involved in the beginning. 
And because I brought students on to be team members to kind of replace me in the, in those roles, it never really felt like I was gone. It's just someone else who was just as good, if not better than me, kind of stepping in, doing the things I was doing. I love it. I love it. Students becoming uh, members of the team is brilliant. You know, I, I don't think you'll ever find bigger fans, you know, uh, tribal tribe members. I mean, whatever, whatever phrase you want to use and the people that have actually gone through that, you know, mm -hmm. um, is there a, is there a revenue amount? I'm asking for people that are already at a certain level right now. When you, when you start bringing on team members and you want to replace yourself, is there, were you say, as soon as I get to X amount a month or X amount a year, I want to hire my first ops manager or coach or somebody like that. Or was it a season where you're just like, I cannot work these hours anymore. What was the mindset when you're going to start hiring people on your team? It was definitely a season. Um, when I started, um, I, I probably brought on three team members in uh, June or July of 2020. We had, we, we had a quite significant growth early in 2020. And it was, it was mostly in the community answering questions and helping people problem solve because one of the things that, like, we know that tech will drive you nuts uh, and you'll want yep. to throw your computer out the window, you want to pull your hair out. And we provide a high level of support where someone, one of my team members will do a Loom recording and, and say, I see where you're struggling, try this. And that has fostered such an incredible um, sense in the community where no one feels silly asking a question. They know they're going to get help. Um, and it, so that was a season. We had a, a launch, um, an, an event every year that we run called Geek Week. We literally yep. just finished it yesterday. Um, so every every May we run a, a week long event, completely free, called Geek Week. And that was the very first one that we did. And we had um, a really great response. And I just couldn't handle all the questions coming up in the community. And I, I had the revenue um, from the launch, and and that was bringing team members on. So it was a season. Um, it always really has been, whether it's um, we have a launch and I have revenue to bring team members on, but I also need to make sure that I um, have that income that lasts. Um, so yep. it's not like, ooh, a launch and I you know, make a bunch of money and it's all mine. No, I have to save it for the, the, the next months and whatever green options do I have to continue selling throughout. So, Yeah. Boy, did you ever see when you first got started just coding and figuring this stuff out? Was this part of like, could you have a, did you have a vision back in 2008 or even 2015 or in that type of time frame that I'm, I have a vision of building out this really large community. Did that come no, into your mind at the time? No, no? not at all. I mean, no? it's, it's still kind of terrifying to think that that's <laughs> what we're going for. Um, because it, I mean, it's big numbers that we're talking about, but yeah. when I, when I see the success stories of my students and, and, and read about how it, it, I, I, I feel so weird saying it, but how our community and our course is changing people's lives. I, I, I I'm not comfortable saying that, but I know it's true. It is. Um, it's true. I, yeah. Um, it is. that's, that is, um, I, no matter how uncomfortable it is for me knowing that that the business is going to be big and and I am the founder, knowing that we have that impact on individual women's lives, I, 100% we will go for it and we will get as big as we can to reach as many women around the world as possible. But no, and never in a million years would I have thought that um, I would be doing something like this. I'm not a natural born um, entrepreneur. I, I call myself an accidental <laughs> entrepreneur. Yeah. It does not come naturally to me. I, I didn't I wasn't selling stuff when I was nine. I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that kind of have have done have been doing this 
since they were a kid, not me at all. I just wanted a nine to five job that was, that was easy and, and consistent and had retired. That's, that's what I grew up knowing. That's what I thought I was going to do. So, um, I come at it from a very different angle because it's, it's not, it's not natural for me. But what is natural is that I don't think that, again, I think it's something you're born with is that passion to serve. And you had mentioned the why. Start with why. Simon Sinek's book, great book as well. You know, I think everybody needs to understand why you're even doing what you're doing because those negative thoughts that you were talking about, that mindset stuff, will take you right out of the game. Would you agree with that statement if you don't even know why you're doing what you're doing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And especially as I, I kind of continue to grow, if I, and I have multiple mindset coaches, like that, that's another thing. I didn't figure this out on my own. Um, and before I became an entrepreneur, when I heard about, life coaches and business coaches and mindset coaches, I thought it was complete hogwash. But yeah, now yeah. I rely on it so heavily um, because I do have lots of ups and downs. I have I have lots of seasons in life yeah. and in business. And my I love my business, but it, it's very closely intertwined with my life. I mean, I work from home. I'm, I'm in my home office right now. I was just in the yard landscaping, and here I am now. So I, um, I need outside help to to keep me on track and to be for me to be able to say I'm, I'm struggling and this is what I'm struggling with I'm giving myself a hard time or I'm I'm short with my team members and and try and figure out like why is that what's going on and and I all I know for my myself personally the way that I recharge my batteries is to um to go out in the middle of nowhere camping um yeah. and I, I, we're literally leaving in a couple days which you yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, you're leaving. This is Memorial Day weekend. You're, uh, yeah. We had to get this interview in uh, because you're leaving for what a week or so, going camping. Yes, yeah, we're leaving on Sunday, going down to to northern New Mexico um, for a week in wow. our our camper um, to, with no internet. That's my my wow. happy place is is being somewhere without internet because it it lets me recharge um, yeah. and and kind of dream a little bit bigger. All of my biggest ideas come when I'm not online. That is amazing. That. A woman runs a company called Geek Pack, wildly successful, and you're going to be without internet for a week. <laughs> my, team, my team is phenomenal. Um, they're, they're amazing. That's so awesome that you've built that and you're able to do that. You know, you mentioned uh, coaches. I want to talk about that for a second um, because this is something near and dear to my heart. I felt the same as you. This coach, that coach, it's scammy. I'm not, why would I pay somebody? I can get on YouTube and why, which is true. I mean, you can learn a lot on YouTube. Yeah. There's a lot of great content out there that'll get you started, you know, that'll get you kind of figuring out, get to point A to point B. Um, but in the past year, I've gone, I've put all my chips in the middle of the table. I've invested over 120 grand in coaching in the last year. All right. And I don't say that like, you know, I got all this money to throw around. I'm saying that because it finally hit. I don't know. I'll be 55 years old next month. And it took me this long to figure it out that if I want to get to that level, I, I say that if I want to seat at the table, yeah. all right, in a, like literally in a mastermind with all of these seven, eight, nine figure entrepreneurs, if I don't hire individuals and I hire them for the mindset like you talked about. And I wish more people understood the value of good coaching. Let's face it. There's not so good coaching out there as well. Yeah. But when you find someone that you trust, that you can kind of, if there's an outlet here, like I can plug a light into and that energy is just waiting for me to plug it in. Yeah. That's what I envision coaching is you've got this great energy source that you can plug into and make that road so much easier mm -hmm. for you. Yes. You know, and I'm so happy that you brought up. Talk about the power of coaching and what it's meant to you, because it sounds like you uh, you're a big believer as well. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And I've, I have right now, I have a marketing coach who I've been with, um, since 2018, um, a mindset coach and then another kind of mindset, but also mostly team coach. And I, I actually, um, my team members have access to her. We do group coaching as a team, the executive level team members, um, and, and each of them individually, because, because I believe so strongly in it. And we have on my team, we have excellent communication and most of us have never met in real life. And, mm. and that's, we're all around the world. Um, and we are able to identify something that's come up that needs to be talked about. Um, we talk about it, we deal with it, and we are able to move through it way quicker than we ever would have if we hadn't had coaching. Uh, and, but my mindset coach, like I said, I've been with her for about five years and, and she knows me and my business very well, has seen the entire growth of the business. And there'll be times where I don't speak to her for a few weeks and other times where we speak, you know, regularly, we use Boxer to communicate. She's in the UK. So, you know, I've, I've only seen her in person once, yeah. but the, it, it's almost like it kind of gets you back on track yeah. Because at least for me, I can go down like a spiral um, if something is off kilter and I will just, if I ignore it or if I just bottle it up, I'll, I'll go down this spiral and I really struggle to get out of it. But having someone to talk to and say, hey, this is, this is what's happening right now. This is how I'm feeling. She can kind of take me out of that spiral and, and I stop that downward where, where I'm just, I'm just keep going down. And, yeah. and it, it, it's a right pause, what's going on? Let's revisit this. Is it, and it could be any number of things. I think I've, I've probably gone through every, every feeling and emotion you can imagine, but just having someone else that knows you, knows your business, knows your dreams and aspirations and the, the struggles that happen at each level. Like you said, you know, seven, seven figure entrepreneur, eight, nine, whatever that is, you, you, you have similar, um, mindset, issues that come up, but, but at a different scale. And that's like, I thought, Oh, when I make a million dollars, everything's going to be great. And I, like, <laughs> yeah. easy. when I hire team members, everything's going to be great. Life is going to be easy. It's just a different level of dealing with that next thing as, as you grow. And that's, I couldn't have figured that out on my own. So yeah, huge. It is huge. Um, I'm curious on the mindset coach. Um, and look, we're not looking for names or anything like that. But do you look for specific uh, certifications or or do you ask or have you seen the proof of other people they've worked with? Because And I asked this question and there's two sides to this coin. Some people believe that certifications don't matter. I got the results so I can just show you what I've done. So if you want to hit your wagon to me, that's great. Others will of the school of, look, I've got life coach certification, this certification, that certification. When you've hired a mindset coach or several mm -hmm. mindset coaches, what do you look for in that person? Well, be, because I kind of have two, one has a ton of certifications and the other, um, I think might have a couple, but not as many, but, um, it wasn't so much the certifications. It was more um, other people working with him. So referrals, I would yep. highly, I would lean probably more on referrals and um, what they did for, for that other person. Um, but also just, is it a good fit? I mean, you know, the type of people that you like and you want to be around yep. and do they, do they speak to you like another human being or do they speak to you like a credit card? 
Um, but so I'm, I would say I'm probably in the middle of, I like knowing that there's certifications or also just continued learning because I would want my coach to either be doing the thing that they're coaching me on, or they're getting training in order to make themselves better to coach on things. So I, I, I'm somewhere in the middle, I would say. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. I, I've heard both. Uh, I have my own opinions, but I just was curious on yours as well, uh, what you thought about that. Quick station identification. We're speaking with Julia Taylor, founder of Geek Pack, um, super successful organization, uh, teaching women and young girls. I'm the father of four girls. So, you know, uh, near and dear to my heart, you know, uh, teaching women how to launch their own, uh, I guess you would, is it a, how would you frame what kind of business? What would you say if you're helping fill in the blank? What kind of business? Sure. Um, um, most of our students launch their own online business, um, but it, you know it's a business. It just happens to be online. So we, yep. um, in the 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 program that we have, we teach them you know how to get an EIN and bank accounts and what what's the business structure. So we go through the kind of the official side of it, and then the marketing finding clients, but, but the, the tech skills is the thing that we, we are, you know, is a big part of what we do, but also yeah. all the other things that go along with it in order to have a successful business. And where would, I'll, I, I certainly want to do this at the end, but while we're kind of halfway through here, where's the best place if somebody wanted to connect with your community and learn more, where should they go? Geekpack.com. We, everything, everything is there. Yeah. Simple as that. Geekpack. That's a great domain, by the way. When'd you get that domain name? Oh, I, I paid a lot of money for it because I started out with, because I didn't believe in myself. Yep. <laughs> I started <Yep>. out with <laughs> geekpack.co because it was cheaper. Um, yep. And I was terrified and I thought, oh, you know, well, what if it doesn't work? I don't want to spend, you know, a couple couple thousand dollars on .com. And I waited a few years and it was one of my coaches. And I said, should I spend, I think, I think it was five and a half grand to get the .com. And I said, should I? And she was like, of course you should. I was like, okay. So I, I went and bought it and I've the trademarks and, and things. So I've, I've legitimized it as much as possible, mostly because I have to believe in myself. And that's something we tell our students is like, if you're going down this journey and you, you, you want a business for whatever reason, like we, we want them to identify their own why, because they're going to have ups and downs and they're going to question what they're doing and they're going to want to give up. So if they know what their why is, they will continue on, but I want them to get the EIN, to become an LLC or sole proprietor, to set up business bank accounts, to do everything legit because they're going out on a limb for themselves to start this business. So I want them to do it as official as possible. Yep. So I know you've had this question probably a thousand times from people who join your community. So I want to ask it as if, again, I'm a client, a prospect. Mm -hmm. How fast until I make money, Julia? I need to make money. How fast? Uh, we have we have students who have done it in, um, I, I would say, absolutely within 30 days. Um, wow. But we have students who will do it quicker and we have students who take take longer. But the way that we teach our program um, is we get them to start um, almost immediately, you know, learn enough to offer something, learn more to offer more. Um, and that's, that's the way that we teach is learn, implement, learn, implement. Um, because when it comes to anything website related, whether it's, you know, there's SEO, there's copywriting, there's, there's so much more than just build a website and that can be yeah. intimidating to a potential client. So we like them to, to start small and, yeah, we we have students easily within thirty days making something for sure. 
Wow. Not not That's not cool. like millions. This is sure. not a no, and I, I say to my I say to my students all the time, um, this is not a get rich quick uh scheme. You, you you might be able to, but most don't. Like we are we are teaching an in-demand, like marketable tech skill, about as tangible as possible, that enables you to deliver a product to someone that needs it to to solve their problem. So it's not a, you know, make a million dollars in a month. Um yep. could you make a thousand bucks a month, absolutely, um, and yep. then and then scale from there. With absolutely no tech skills, that's the part I love. Yep. Just nothing. So, oh my God! So now I've joined your course mm-hmm. and I'm starting to learn something. Do I have to tell people that I know that I do this now? Because I I want to kind of fly under the radar with this because I'm not really a coder. Uh, oh you know? my gosh, it's hilarious! You 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 are our um our ideal avatar. <laughs> <laughs> um, within the, I think it's, I think it's the second module in the first part of our course, and it's called the Introverts Pre-Launch Marketing Blueprint. So wow. we know our students well enough to know that because I'm an introvert, and I that was me. I didn't want to tell anyone what I was doing because what if someone yeah. made fun of me, or what if, God forbid, someone said you can you do something for me? That was the scariest thing was to get a yes, which is kind of, because yeah. that's what we're yeah, going exactly. for. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I, I tell my students almost immediately is on their social profiles to change their title. And it completely <sighs> freaks them out. It's, it is, it's terrifying. If someone had yep. said that to me, I wouldn't have done it. Yep. Um, because they, they are afraid that, um, what if someone says, oh, you, you're doing that? Can, I need a website. Can you, can you, I know someone, um, and, and we get them to do that because it is kind of betting on themselves and, and going out, out on a limb. And it's, it's, it's a relatively easy thing to do. You can do it quite quickly, but it is intimidating. Um, but we also make sure that they know, you know, don't ever, um, sign up for something that, that is outside of your level of, of, of expertise. Of course, yeah. if you change your title and someone says, Ooh, build me a, you know, 300 page website with all the functions. Well, you know, don't do that, but yeah. you can, um, change your title and say, I, I have time in four weeks to do something for you. And then you've got time, give yourself that space to learn and practice and get really good at the thing that you need to do. Yeah. I mean, I can totally think if I were to go down that road, I would be at a chamber meeting or I would be even face to face. Cause I'm just a people person, that type of thing. I'd be telling people at a country club and saying, Hey, what do you do? Oh, I, I do. I would pick a, a module that I just finished and I felt comfortable. This is what I do, yep. you know? Is that a fair statement? Would that be a good place oh, to start? Oh, to absolutely. Start yeah, absolutely. And and we we that's exactly what we tell our students is just start telling people what you do because it, it's normal yep. for someone to say, what do you do? Um, right. Or if someone asks, uh, I mean, these these shelves behind me, um, it was a local woodworking um, place that I went to, two of them. And both of them, I said, I want shelves to go behind my desk for when I'm on camera. And, and in my home office, and they both said, what do you do? That means you can work from home. And I told them and they said, right, I need a website. You build my website. It was, it was, it can be very easy and very natural. If, if you don't put too much pressure on yourself and just have normal conversations with, with real people in real life. Yeah. Happens all the time when, uh, you know, when I'm, I I love to play golf so that, that when you talk about going away for a week, my oasis is the golf course because you can't be disturbed, you know? Yeah. Got the emergency 911 for my wife or my kids if something yeah. comes up. But other than that, that's my oasis. And when people say, hey, what do you do, Sam? Well, I podcast from my car in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot every day. That's awesome. It's like, <laughs> what? 
pattern interrupt. <laughs> like, it's like, stop, yeah. you know, because they hear the word podcast. That's kind of interesting in and of itself. But how do you podcast, you know, on your phone from a Dunkin' Donuts every day? That doesn't, and you to get 20 million downloads. Like that doesn't awesome. even make any sense. And I think what you teach, and I think in the entrepreneurial world, it's interesting, Julia. It's interesting. So when you tell people what you do, it's different. That especially when you're the owner of the business and they know, and I think there's also a lot of value to when your students go out into the, into wherever they go, call it the workforce or whatever they want to call it in that space, in the business space. If I were to work with you or one of your students, I know that I'm not working with this Microsoft type entity. Like I'm going to be able to communicate, maybe not with the owner, but at least with someone close to the owner. And I think there's a lot of value. So when your students come through the program, I would love to work with an individual who I don't really care if you just got through the modules because I know that you're passionate about it and I get to work with you. You know what I mean? Like you're the designer. Yep, exactly. Yeah. 100%. You know, yeah, there's just, there's such a ton of value. And I think people short, short change themselves for that. Like people want to be close to the source of momentum being the client. So if they get to work with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, giddy up. So speaking of your students, I, I want you to think of like your top three and you get to pick okay. one and you don't need to use their name. But it, it could be revenue. It could be you set them free. Now they can they just have all this freedom in your life. When you think of one of the most successful students that's ever come through your program, what do you think about? Is it money or freedom or both? What did they do with their life? How did how did it change your life? It's it's really the 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 freedom that the financial the the extra finances give them. And you know, at the end of the day, I. And I said this to everyone last week, this past week during Geek Week, that um, they, if they want independence, if they want that that freedom that comes with and the, the flexibility that comes with having their own business, they should not be ashamed to ask for money because mm. you, you need the money in order to have the thing. It's not all of it, but you need that to get to the freedom and flexibility that you want. Let's and stay on. Let's stay on this topic for a few minutes because <laughs> don't be afraid to ask for money. Yeah. People are so afraid to ask for money, Julia. Yes, yes, they are. Uh, my my students especially, and I, I said to them all week, like it. I am not comfortable saying to you, I you pay me for this course. However. Um, I know that it's valuable. I know that it works and I know that they will get what they want out of it if they put the time and effort into it. And at the end of the day, I run a business. I have employees and I'm not ashamed of that. I used to be because I used to yeah. want to do everything for free and, yeah. and trying to instill that in them. They, they know something that someone else doesn't know that will pay them for that knowledge. That is, that is okay. That, that is normal commerce. Um, and so, so students who are successful, I can think of two who wanted to leave their nine to five for whatever reason. Um, but they couldn't until they made enough to kind of replace that nine to five income. And they gave themselves a year to do it. Both of them did it within three months. And wow. it, that's what I love is I have students that make more than I do, which is awesome. They're more yeah. successful than I am, which is awesome. Um, yeah. But it's what it gives them that I love so much, and the 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 confidence. That's probably one of the bigger things is is the the confidence to know that they can do a quote unquote hard thing. They can charge for it, and that enables them to get them closer to their why. Staying at home with their kids, looking after their aging parents. Those are probably the ones that I hear the most. Traveling full time. That's what people want. 
And I, I'm confident that what we deliver gives them that. Yeah. Well, okay. So I get to be the student again. So I'm going in the student role again or prospect role. (laughs) That sounds great, Julie, but I'm just going to do it for free for a little while because I don't, what if I screw up? You know, I'm not, I've, I've looked at other WordPress tech, WordPress designers. I'm on Fiverr. I'm on Upwork. These people are way smarter than I am. They have all these five-star reviews. They have all these gigs that they've done. I'm not there yet. So I'm just going to kind of stay in the low, low range, maybe do some free stuff. So how's that sound? Uh, yeah, again, how, I feel like, how do you know our avatar so well? <laughs> um, we have a lot of students that want to do that. And I will give my students permission to do that once. If they mm. really um, want to, if they, if they want to practice. I did my very first website I did for free for a family member because they, they, they run a nonprofit. But I do tell people, if they're going to do that, do it for an organization that that needs it. So go and find a nonprofit that you believe in that can't afford a website, but do it for a for a swap. Ask them for a testimonial. Ask them for a yeah. referral to pass your information on. But practice the entire process from you know the the proposal to the contract to you know the, a, a fake invoice to the the onboarding and the build and the offboarding. Like practice, if you're going to do something pro bono, do it for an organization that means something to you um, and do it, go through the entire process. Don't half-ass it. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, sorry for my language. <laughs> don't, oh, don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I, think, I think you're, <laughs> well, I think you're fine on this station. Don't worry. Uh, um, and, and then the, give, the, I give them that permission to do it just the once, but then after that, they need to, they need to charge for it and and actually start to to make some some money from it but most students don't and i really shy away from fiverr and upwork because you're you're kind of competing against um people who have a lower um uh, cost of living and it's hard to i mean it's really hard to compete on those platforms because they are so massive and there's so many people Whereas local, um, I'm a big proponent of my students going and and speaking to local businesses and and serving their local community, whether it's building a website or improving a website or making it look good on a phone or search engine optimization. There's so many things that you can do for your local community to improve where you are. Could I make six figures in this business? Oh yeah, Abs- oh yeah, absolutely. How- like if I'm if I were a go getter, which mm-hmm. I am, but if I were a real go getter and I came in guns a blazing Monday, like this, okay. I started on a Monday. I want to make six figures. I'm going to follow your modules to the letter, and I'm going to ask everybody. I'm going to post it on every social media platform I have. How fast can I hit a hundred grand? Um, I would say if someone's brand new and they get started, um, they could definitely make. Um, if they if they said right, I'm gonna get one client um, in in the first month for a thousand bucks, easily doable. But if you're a go getter, you could get at least two, if not four, of those um, for a thousand bucks. So in the first month, you could make four. Um, after that, I would want people to start increasing their rate. Um, really, what I want to get folks up to as soon as possible at a minimum is four websites at two and a half grand. Um, so that gets you to about 10 a month. Um, and then that, once you get to that, you probably need help. Um, yeah. so you would need to hire someone. Um, but yeah, I think a real go-getter, 
with um, support after six, eight months, you could get there. That's awesome. I mean, just the thought of that is great. It gives people what they don't have. That's hope. Hope. And we're talking about doing having freedom. So yes. whether you're doing it part-time while you're still working a full-time job yeah. or you're an at-home mom with four kids and you don't have all the time in the world, it gives you hope that there's something when you wake up in the morning, you have a purpose. Yeah. Like this is your purpose, you know? What what would twenty five hundred dollars if if somebody were to invest and hire one of your students? What what kind of how big of a website is that? I'm just kind of curious on my own. Uh, twenty. I guess it depends on um, who's building it. For twenty five hundred bucks, um, I would say you would not get um, e commerce functionality um, because yep. that you, you in order to get that right, um, that's probably a higher price point, but a very good. You could go anywhere up to probably 10 pages of a website, wow. pretty good um, hooking up all the email marketing and having yeah. a really solid, you know, making sure that works and functions, um, all the social media stuff. For that, I think you'd even be looking at um, probably not custom branding, but if someone has a logo, you can really kind of do a lot from that. Um, you know, really good fonts and colors. Again, if they don't have that. Um, absolutely mobile responsive, some really good SEO stuff to start, like making sure your Google analytics is set up and your Google yep. business profile and, um, all of that. So a, a really excellent foundation that can only be added to and can scale from there, which is why I love WordPress because it can scale. Yeah. I love WordPress. I hear people knock WordPress. I love WordPress. I've always used it. I think it's I love it. I mean, I don't have any problems with it. I mean, everything's a little clunky sometimes. I mean, something's going to, it's the internet. Something's going to break at some point. I love WordPress. Like I've always, I've always used it. I don't even know why people speak badly of it, but you know, and so a five page, a, a five page website for one of your students would take how long to build if they just got started and they've been in the program. Uh, if you sat down and really worked at it, you could have it, have it done. And I mean, Honestly, you could have it done in a day, but I would say a week because wow. a lot depends on the actual content because five page website, there's going to, you need copy, you need images. And yeah. is the, is the web designer doing that or is the client doing that and have they provided it? So there's a lot of kind of toing and froing that might need to happen. Um, yep. but yeah, you could have that done in a week. Yeah. Wow. That's just, uh, I see I'm, I'm eating this stuff up, man. Like I, I love this, uh, you know, I'm. You know, I have about 20 college credits. Most of them are gym and health class. Okay. So I'm, like I said, I said at the beginning, I'm not going to challenge you intellectually, but man, am I a dreamer? You know, I just, I love the, there's no, there's no charge for your dream. You can have a big dream or you can have a small dream. It doesn't cost you any more to dream bigger. You know what I mean? And I'm always dreaming and dreaming. That's why I love talking to people like you, Julia, because like you had this dream and then you started acting on it and then you built this community and now it's the ripple effect which i talked about on one of my previous podcasts you're having a ripple effect because you're building a community and the ripple now is going out into the lives like these women that you're helping are you're changing generations of their lives you know and and look i i wouldn't tell you if i didn't believe it. it's not like just because you're a guest on the show i'm saying it but i'm trying to imagine a a 45 year old mom who now has less stress in their lives that's affecting the home in a positive manner. Her grandchildren, if she chooses, if they, if she has grandchildren, then she gets to spend more time with the grandchildren, her quality of life. I mean, there's just, there's so many tentacles to this and it's all because they joined your community. You know what I mean? Like, that's amazing. Yeah. And I love, uh, we, we get a lot of emails and comments and things from our students who say that um, they 
they got to show their their kids or their grandkids what they're learning and yeah. the the amount of pleasure that i get knowing that we're teaching our students these skills and most of our students are are adult um women adult learners um however in their you know anyway from from late 30s up into 50s and 60s is is the age range that we normally work with but because they're so impressed with themselves and and pleased with what they've learned they yeah. are showing their daughters their granddaughters and if there's a seed that goes to them that is a oh cool look what my mom and my my, my grandma did maybe i can do that that is what is is like remarkable to me that that we could have that sort of ripple effect and that yeah. is um i mean that's incredible and i i can't think about it too much because it'll probably probably make me emotional <laughs> yeah it's okay to cry on the everyday saturday podcast we allow that too um <laughs> what was your what was your husband's response as the revenue started growing and this thing started to take off what what was he like well first of all let me ask two questions the first mm -hmm. one how supportive was he at the very beginning when you wanted to go out and do this? That's my first question. And then if you can keep in the back of your mind, what was the response when you started? Holy cow, look at the revenue coming in from this. But what was it like when you first got started? Was he like, go get him, honey. I believe in you. Or was he like, well, what do you want to do? Because there's two sides of that. I'm curious how it ended. Yeah, he's incredibly supportive and has always been, um, which is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything better. And when I first started learning with Google and YouTube, um, I wasn't working and, and he was in the military at the time. So, you know, steady income. And when it worked for me and it was working really well and I had consistent income, that's when he retired and he didn't have to go and find another job. That's when we got to travel full time. And he has since started his own business. And wow. I've been able to help a lot, um, with that, getting it off the ground. I mean, he, he runs, um, motorcycle expeditions, so completely different, but um, <laughs> yeah. I've been able to kind of help out on the business side. And, um, and now I am the, the, the primary breadwinner. I mean, he has a business, but mine makes more, not that it really matters, but he's incredibly supportive And this last week running geek week has been exhausting. And, you know, he's every morning, what can I do? You know, he walks the dog and does the dishes and, he wants, what can he do knowing that I'm really busy running these events? And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's win-win for everyone, but incredibly supportive and it has always been. Yeah, that, that, that's so awesome to hear. Motorcycle expedition. I should have him on the podcast. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> pretty interesting. Every day is Saturday. <laughs> oh my gosh, so many questions. So many questions. Um, where's home for you? Where do you call home now? Durango, Colorado. Oh, Durango, Colorado. God, Colorado is so beautiful. I know so many people there. Are you from there originally? No, I'm originally from Georgia. So. Oh, all right, cool. And your husband doesn't mind living in the U.S. now, obviously. So he's no, yeah, he's um, he he loves it here. He's actually uh, he's he's British, um, and he's on the tractor. He absolutely loves. Um, we've got quite a lot of um land, and he absolutely loves the the tractor and just you know, cutting grass and. You know, man, scooting around on the tractor is, is every, yeah. especially Brit's uh, dream. <laughs> so guy after my own heart, dogs, tractor, man, oh man, Motorcycles. That's the, that, yep. that is the everyday Saturday <laughs> lifestyle. I haven't been on a motorcycle. I don't think I'd be allowed to get on a motorcycle, to be honest with you, because A, I, I don't have the personality. I think I'd go zero to 90 really quick. And yeah. uh, I've got four daughters I got to care for. So I think I'll just stay to podcasting yeah. um, for right now. Yeah, but, sure. uh Hey, uh, we are wrapping up the interview here. Julia Taylor, just an amazing individual here, the founder of Geek Pack. You can find her at geekpack.com. 
Um, boy, those stories are just so powerful. And I'm just thinking, like, again, I'm the father of four girls, so I'm a little biased. Like, I always want the best for my daughters, and I love inspiring young women and talking to young women because I just think they've got they've got so they've got a unique outlook on the world, and they've got you know at least all the daughters that come through our house, or all the girls that come through our house, all my daughters' friends are just all wide eyed, you know. But sometimes, and then I see women that get into the 30s and 40s, and they lose a little bit of that, you know, and what I see here is an ability to kind of, like I said, plug into the outlet, recharge. And what I really, like, I I keep saying this, what I really love, but I really do love a lot about this stuff is that it's something they can learn from scratch. Like there's not too many businesses, especially in the tech world. Like you're talking about building websites. When you were to say, if you were to have 10 people on the street and say, any of you can build a website in the next 30 days, nine of them would say, you're crazy. I don't even know how to charge my cell phone, you know? So just everything you're doing, Julia, it's just, it's awesome. I just want to tell you one more time, I guess, because I really think that the market is huge for this. The demographic is amazing for it. The ripple effect is outstanding. And you get to be in charge of all this stuff. I mean, you got to feel really blessed to be even have this community, you know? Oh, yeah, incredibly. And and that's something that I, I because I get so in the weeds with the business and my mindset coach helps me with this to kind of yeah. step back and look at and, and you know, realize what um what we get to do me and my team um and the the lives that we get to change and and again you know it feels it feels weird saying that but i'm one thing i love so much um about my community is i'll go in and i'll i'll see posts and and women will you know share a win and i got my first client or i you know i hit this milestone or whatever it is and they thank they thank me but they thank me and my team and yeah. that I love because they recognize that it, it's not just me and I'm not the only one doing this, that I have um, seven other women who are on my team, previous students who believe in this as much as I do, and they get to be a part of changing women's lives. And it, yeah. that is is such an, an amazing feeling to know that um, that's what we get to do. And, and I yeah. get to pour into my team and they get to pour into the community um, and we're just, we're just, you know, trying to scale and reach more women. That's the goal at the end of the day. Yeah, I know you will. I know you haven't even scratched the surface yet. Uh, that's the most amazing part. Well, we'll send you off on your week long vacation so you can clear your mind. Yes. No internet. This will be the last interview you do before you go on your big vacation. Yes. Um, I just want to say on behalf of our community, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Julia. It was really a pleasure to get a chance to know more about you and the mission for Geek Pack. Everybody go to geekpack.com if you want to find out more about Julia Taylor and all of the great things happening inside of her community. Julia, thanks so much for being on the Everyday Saturday podcast today. Thank you so much, Sam. It was a pleasure. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster and that's what i'm looking for amazing people like you hey, i'm always hanging out on the interwebs you can check me out on instagram at every day is saturday let me know you're listening to the show love 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 hearing from fans of the everyday saturday podcast and one last thing when you're ready to launch get on my calendar go to launchwithsam.com you and i are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream are you ready let's do it i'll see you on the next every day is saturday podcast